0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. now making his way to the podcast studio all the way from sacramento california he eats sleeps and breathes pro wrestling he is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world wrestling is still real to him and he is here to keep good wrestling alive he is the host of snug wrestling podcast the one the only edgar avila what a crazy crazy weekend it has been so far what's up everyone welcome back to snug wrestling i am your host my name is edgar and we just got back from watching smackdown and it was a really really fun show thank you for everyone that came out and said hello we took some pictures we got to meet some people and we also got to head over to the lodi comic-con which was also fucking amazing got to see a lot of cool stuff there and hang out with the bunch of cool people and the weekend's not over it is not over yet because we still have Wrestle Dream to go over and yesterday NXT No Mercy and AEW Collision both took place at the same time and it's just been a crazy weekend for me in general and also for wrestling man a lot of programming a lot of stuff going down in the wrestling world right now and a lot of talk too about potential returns or surprise. Appearances at AEW, and we're gonna go over all of that. But first, I just want to remind everyone if you haven't already hit me up at Snug Wrestling on all my social media accounts today. I want to go over NXT No Mercy and AEW Collision really quick because in a little bit, we're gonna get ready to watch AEW Wrestle Dream. Yes, I am going to buy the damn thing. I was debating whether or not I wanted to spend another 50 bucks on this pay per view, but i'm in a good mood today i'm feeling good it's a beautiful day so let's do it as far as news goes i got a little something to go over that i wanted to talk to you guys about and see what uh what you guys might think about this so let's get into the news real quick as we're getting closer to aew wrestle dream more and more talks have been said about adam copeland aka edge a lot of people do believe that edge is going to be making an appearance at wrestle dream today edge's contract has officially expired with the wwe and edge is now a free agent which can lead to a potential aew debut for edge and if edge does appear in aew we could see a reunion with christian and edge or maybe maybe even a feud and there's been a lot of rumors going around Tony Khan has also expressed that he has a few surprises lined up for this AEW Wrestle Dream and if one thing's for sure when it comes to Tony Khan and AEW they never shy away from giving their fans surprises so that's one of the big reasons why I also want to purchase this AEW Wrestle Dream I want to see what Tony Khan has up his sleeve this time so we'll see what happens here in a little bit that's it for the news I think that's what uh Everyone's been talking about right now as far as news goes because of WrestleDream coming up the Edge contract expiring with the WWE. So we will see what happens. So let's get into this NXT No Mercy really quick and AEW Collision nxt opened up the show with braun breaker versus baron corbin and there was extra security out there on ringside and this was a jump start i haven't really been watching nxt as much anymore but i did see the uh the video package that they showed before the match and this was a grudge match the the jump start i'm usually really critical of those but this was justified here for this match and also you add the fact that wwe doesn't really do jump starts as much as aew so this made this made sense i can't completely hate on this jump start and one of the surprising things about this match that the fans were actually cheering for baron corbin and that was really off-putting to me because baron corbin since i can remember has always been a heel so seeing the fans chant baron corbin's name was was pretty surprising and on top of that baron corbin ended up getting the win with a very very nicely executed end of days with his own finish sure baron corbin got the pin over the big bad Braun breaker and this was a really great opening match the second match also did not disappoint because it was trick williams versus dominic mysterio and trick williams has really gotten himself over ever since he decided to kind of branch out from the shadows of carmelo hayes but i can't help but wonder was this match supposed to be for mustafa ali i think that how the nxt shows were going and the build-up was gonna lead to a no mercy but i don't think the original plan was gonna be trick williams i think this was originally supposed to be mustafa ali but since we all know mustafa ali has been released from the wwe trick williams stepped in and took over this spot so this is one of those cases one man's trash is another man's treasure or one man's fish is another man's poison or one man's meat is another man's not You get the point Dom ends up taking out Dragon Lee with the dropkick A second referee comes And Dominic takes out the second referee as well And Dragon Lee sold the shit out of that dropkick For a really, really long time And I'm like, Dragon, you're a wrestler, dude I know you're a referee tonight But you don't have to sell a dropkick As much as the referees usually do But Trick Williams ended up getting Dragon Lee inside of the ring And gets the pin over Dominic Mysterio 1-2-3 A very, very unexpected finish to this match because Dominic Mysterio, he's been having some great singles matches, and he's been beating a lot of people as of late, and I was not expecting Dominic Mysterio to lose versus Trick Williams, but Trick Williams did come out on top here in another great match for nxt then we had a four-way tag team match the creed brothers versus Lotharios versus out the mud versus the tag team champions d'angelo and stacks los Terios—they're heels now and they're they came out they're rocking a new look and even booker t said it these guys they have something but i don't i don't really know what it is about these guys the Lotharios, angel garza and Humberto carrillo like these guys they have something so not that long they were doing like this cocky arrogant ladies man's gimmick that it was really entertaining and i think it worked well for them but that was dropped and now they're doing this this new gimmick where they're a little bit more aggressive they're more they're more serious as opposed to being cocky and arrogant and could have gotten a lot more heat with that last gimmick now they're trying something different i mean they have something there but i don't think the lotharios they they Quite haven't found it just yet, but I hope they do. And you also got another team like Out the Mud. And these guys, they're just doing a fake gangster gimmick. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's the most unbelievable thing ever. I cannot get behind their personalities or I just I don't buy that these guys are really out the mud or claim to say what they what they claim to be. The Creed brothers, these are like the only ones that actually look like wrestlers. Besides the Lotharios. And this was a four-way tag team match. So it was really all over the place. Uh, Tony D'Angelo got injured. And he came back later on in the match. Uh, The heels and the babyfaces. They were working together. This match was... Eh, it was just chaotic, and it, it was it, it's what the modern-day wrestling fans love nowadays. They love this type of shit. Me, not so much. The tag team champions, they ended up retaining. And then up next, we had Butch versus Noam Dar. Butch is great. Noam Dar, he has so much go-away heat with me. Every time I see this guy or anyone in that faction, it's eye-rolling to me. It's cringe. This guy, Noam Dar, is pretty goofy like he's a joke and WWE just got rid of a whole bunch of people they got rid of Shelton Benjamin they got rid of Elias they got rid of Dolph Ziggler and I'll even take Mustafa Ali over this guy Noam Dar and that's crazy to me like out of all the names that they fired Noam Dar is still on TV doing these pay-per-view matches I don't get it Noam Dar ended up winning the match up next we had Isla Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes And I thought this was the main event, but it wasn't. This is for the NXT Championship. Isla Dragunov won this match. I saw that. Isla Dragunov had won online before I even got to see the actual match itself. But these matches for the nxt championship they're usually really great and the guys they always deliver it seems like and this was a rematch from their first match that was also really good at the great american bash so i said okay even though i know the outcome and even though i know who won i'm still gonna watch this and i'm glad i did because like the first one this match was also really good carmelo hayes and isla dragunov they work really really well together but now that carmelo hayes lost the NXT title, what is next for Carmelo Hayes? We have been seeing Carmelo Hayes doing some segments with Bobby Lashley. Is he going to get called up to the main roster and potentially join Bobby Lashley in the Street Profits? Maybe so. Or could this also lead to a feud with his ex-partner Trick Williams? At the end of the match, both of these guys, Isla Dragonoff and Carmelo Hayes get a standing ovation, a well-deserved standing ovation, and this was a really great moment. And the real main event the actual main event was becky lynch versus tiffany stratton in a no disqualification match there was crowbars here there was chains there was big metal wrenches out there as well and i mean earlier dragon lee sold the dropkick for hella long but these girls were beating the shit out of each other with weapons and they were just going crazy and tiffany stratton man she is the future man she's a future star she's a future main event star in the wwe i think she's really fucking good and like i said these two they beat the crap out of each other at one point brought out a barbed wire bat and it looked like it was working barbed wire like a gimmick barbed wire thankfully because if it was real barbed wire man that could have ended really really badly becky lynch ended up retaining here versus tiffany stratton but i think that the purpose of this match was to try to get tiffany stratton over and i think think it did because it seemed like the crowd at one point started getting behind tiffany stratton who's the heel in this match but that's how good tiffany stratton is and that was nxt no mercy that was a really really good show in my opinion i mean there was a couple things that uh i could have really done without here but overall it was a really good show let's get into aew collision here really quick AW Collision, the collision before Wrestle Dream. So a lot of previews for the Wrestle Dream matches that we're gonna get. We had Andrade versus Juice open up the show and Andrade and Jay White last week, they had a really good match. So, hopefully Andrade and Juice, they can have a good match as well. In Collision they had to start with a good match, especially because they were going head-to-head versus NXT's No Mercy pay-per-view. And this was a really good match. Andrade got a false finish on Juice. Andrade hit his big elbow and I thought that was going to be the end of the match but juice ended up kicking out but right after that andrade beat juice robinson with the double arm ddt andrade lost to jay white last week but this time andrade got to settle the score a little bit and got some revenge on the juice man juice robinson himself and again great opening match here for AEW collision tony storm she had an interview segment with rj tony storm got her own video package and what i mean by that is tony storm's interviews as of late have been really entertaining that this time they said okay we're gonna give you your own your own settings so this interview took place and would look like tony storm's penthouse or suite or something and they added rj to the interview instead of renee rj if you guys haven't seen his his interviews this guy is extra he's really animated like this guy has a lot of energy so when you put rj and you put tony storm in the same interview in the same segment this is a two really extra people just being extra i don't know how else to explain it so the interview that tony storm is used to having is backstage but this time they changed the whole scenery just for her and that's how good tony storm is man she deserves to have all this attention on her she's killing it right now with the interviews with this gimmick that she's doing and this was just entertaining towards the end of the interview tony storm was holding rj's hand and says are you coming on to me and rj takes his hand back and says no and he was backing up like he was afraid and that was really hilarious rj you're such a fool you had your chance and you blew it the kingdom versus the best friends the kingdom won after a long match and they had their luggage with them because right after the match they were meeting up with roddy and they cut a promo on adam cole asking adam cole to meet them at Roderick strong's house alex marvez he was backstage the announcers cut to alex marvez because they said that alex marvez has corralled don callis and prince nana but then alex marvez says one of his sources told him that prince nana is right around the corner and marvez acts surprised when he saw don callis with prince nana so alex marvez i think you need to get your story straight here with the announcers because alex marvez is always at the right place at the right time it seems like when it comes to these interviews julia hart versus vert vixen this was a local girl who was having a collision debut and julia hart she looked really good in this and ended up winning with the moonsault after the match julia hart calls out the champion chris statlander and julia hart and chris statlander they have a nice little face off up next we had chris jericho and kenny omega versus the gates of agony and the announcers say when the people talk about AEW, they're going to talk about the wars between jericho and kenny and i do not think that's going to be on the top of the list of what people are going to talk about when it comes to AEW, or at least it's not going to be one of the first things that people will actually talk about Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho they were working well during this match until Kenny Omega got thrown against Chris Jericho Chris Jericho and Kenny ended up winning with the walls of Jericho and the Gates of Agony they're a job team in AEW right because they have four wins and five losses in AEW after the match Kenny cuts a promo on Takeshka and Callis about the fact that they went all the way to Japan and spent a crazy amount of money on plane tickets just to beat up on ibushi but kenny omega was actually the one that was recording all of this on this trip that don kalish and Takeshka took over to japan there is a picture that's going around online and kenny omega was recording everything on his on his phone which is pretty hilarious the righteous had a squash match and they had a pretty decisive win over a local team because they're going to be facing MJF and Adam Cole at Wrestle Dream for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. And the main event FTR, Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta versus Aussie Open, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill. This is an eight man tag. Big Bill and his team they ended up winning so the heels they won this bout it looked like the count was actually broken but audrey edwards kept counting until three i thought this was going to be a false finish and even though cash wheeler ended up getting some contact on big bill during that pin audrey did not break the count and kept counting until three which was really interesting especially after what happened with john moxley where that referee rick knox stopped counting even though john moxley did not kick out. Looks like Audrey Edwards learned from that big mistake. Done by Rick Knox and kept counting, even though Cash Wheeler did try to break the count. So good for Andre Edwards. That was AEW Collision. That was the main event. It's kind of hard to pick which show here was the better show. Obviously, NXT, because it was a pay-per-view, they really went all out with these matches. And AEW Collision was just the preview for Wrestle Dream. But either way, two really good shows. I'm still a fan of AEW Collision. I do think it is better than Dynamite still. And I'm really excited actually for Wrestle Dream. So hopefully we get a good pay-per-view because I'm going to be pissed off if I paid 50 bucks for some shitty matches. So we'll see what happens. That was Collision. That was NXT No Mercy. Thank you guys for listening. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling and we'll talk soon. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> my